For your sports talk fix every day from 4 to 6 is Scalzo and Brust. For your sports talk fix every day from 4 to 6 is Scalzo and Brust. For your sports talk fix every day from 4 to 6 is Scalzo and Brust. For your sports talk fix every day from 4 to 6 is Scalzo and Brust. Live from the Gruber Law Office, one call, that's all studios at Radio City. This is Scalzo and Brust. Presented by Bud Light on 94.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. It's a party, baby. Woo! It's a party, baby. Wednesday afternoon. No Greg Scalzo today. I'm Alex Strofe in for him, your cousin sub of the day. But look who's back. Mr. Juror himself, Ben Brust, back here on Scalzo and Brust, which of course is presented by Bud Light. I like to think that me and Ben Brust's relationship is kind of similar to Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFleur's of the Green Bay Packers. I think, uh, I think... Where are you Aaron, going with this one, buddy? I think it's closer Ben Brust and Jesse Nelson, if I'm being honest. <laughs> no, I don't think that's quite it, right? Like, I <laughs> That's think, a little extreme. I think I put up with Ben Brust because he was my hero when he played at Wisconsin. Uh, he was my... I, I still say this, and uh, not to kiss his butt or boost his ego, which it will likely do. Ooh. Ben Brust is my favorite Badger of all time. He You're was joking. growing up. No, I'm serious. You were. I've, I've, sh- I've showed you the it's old Instagram You didn't post. have to tell him that. Gosh. I am on cloud nine. Oh, I, I bet this means so much to you. It does. But I put up with Ben, and you heard, if you've been with us the whole last hour... You've heard the way I've put up with him today because he is on one. He's excited to get back to do the radio show. And uh, after being on jury duty Monday, Tuesday, and, and today, I I don't know what's on his mind today. But let's go back to LaFleur and Rodgers, Benny. Because Matt or Rodgers told Pat McAfee and the crew yesterday on his, his weekly appearance on the Pat McAfee show uh, that Matt LaFleur is reading a philosophy book that uh, they are making jokes that were really funny in, like, the 1840s about going through a tunnel. Uh, Here's Aaron Rodgers explaining that on the Pat McAfee show yesterday. Well, I think every year it's been more comfortable, for sure, with Matt. Look, our relationship is personified by funny, you know, asides and anecdotes. You know, I get back in, in August, and he shows me, like, Hey, look at this book I'm reading about spirituality. (laughs) (laughs) Look at you, bro. That's incredible. Wants to be friends. Yeah. But it's little things like that. And it's jokes, you know, it's me kind of like every now and then kind of needle, needle, needle. And him kind of going right to the edge and losing his And then he realizes, oh, he's messing with me. And then he catches himself. And then I'm like, nice, man. Good job, buddy. That's kind of the relationship how it goes. There's a lot of, a lot of fun little moments like that. Sounds really fun. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, look, I, I don't. You had asked, I, I believe, is Matt Lafleur a suck up? That's exactly what I asked. Yes, he's a suck up. He's an, he's he's the, he's the biggest suck up. And guess what? I don't blame him. If I was in Matt Lafleur's shoes too, I would suck up to Aaron Rodgers big time. Because guess what? The last thing that I want Aaron Rodgers to do at the end of this season is hang him up. And so if I can show that Aaron Rodgers that I'm all into Aaron Rodgers, that's likely going to make Aaron Rodgers want to be around more. Matt LaFleur knows that Aaron Rodgers is his meal ticket. 
Matt LaFleur, I'm not saying he's a bad coach, but I'm guessing Matt LaFleur doesn't want to know what life looks like without Aaron Rodgers. So, like the, the later that that is, the better it is for Matt LaFleur as a head coach. So if I was Aaron's boss, I would likely do the same thing. I'd be like, hey, look, spirituality, look at me, woohoo! Hey, I, I don't know if I'd go to the point of saying, hey, Aaron, am I close enough with you to take a flight to Peru in the offseason? I don't know if I'm doing that, right? but I'm at least letting him know that I'm interested in what he's interested in. Yeah, you're spot on, Benny, right? Like, we have reached a point in the Green Bay Packers organization, I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but we have reached a point where Aaron Rodgers runs the show. And I don't know, and we talk about all of his gripes in the offseason, and will he or won't he retire, or will he or won't he request a trade a couple years back. We have reached a point where his opinion is valued, and he's being listened to, and he's able to make the audibles that Matt LaFleur initially didn't want him to make when he was hired initially. Right, We're at a point where Aaron Rodgers runs the show, and he used the term he realizes he's his meal ticket. Because you're right, right? Like, Matt LaFleur absolutely doesn't want to know what life after Aaron Rodgers looks like because he wins him 13 games every year running the show. So whatever he's got to do, Ben Bruss style, whatever he's got to do to kiss his butt and make him happy, he's going to go ahead and kiss his butt and make him happy. And if that includes reading a crappy book that he suggested on the Pat McAfee show about psychology, Matt LaFleur sure as hell is going to do it if that gets him a year or two more of number 12. One quick anecdote. Um, when Pat McAfee was like, ah, he wants to be friends with you. I'm like, Pat, you literally do anything that Aaron Rodgers tells you to do. Same thing, man. It's yeah, the same I mean, thing, right? Like, they literally are doing the same thing on that show. Aaron Rodgers it wants to do book club. Hey, let's do a book club, everybody. Hey, everyone start reading. I, 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 we need to point out on Twitter, Joshy DiMaggio on his personal Twitter made a <laughs> list of 20 books that he thinks Aaron Rodgers will suggest this year in the Aaron Rodgers book club. Joshy, I don't know what the hell you do in your free time, but that doesn't seem very productive. Aaron Rodgers is rent-free, huh? Yeah, no kidding. It, it, it's, it's, an ex, it's an exploration of Aaron Rodgers' mind and how much of a basic bleep he is. I mean, oh. he's selecting books off of, like, top 100 list. It's Basically, it's saying uh, as... Aaron Rodgers is the type of guy you meet in college who like follows a formula. He won't stop talking about the same things. He only wants people around him, as you discussed with Pat McAfee and with Matt LaFleur, who are going to just kowtow to him at any moment, tell him exactly what he wants to hear, laugh at all his jokes. And I understand, we want Aaron Rodgers around. Yeah. But how much... How much of giving in to Aaron Rodgers' every demand and will is making the Green Bay Packers a better team? Let me tell you this, Joshy. I, I don't. I don't think after watching the ayahuasca celebration that the Green Bay Packers did, I don't think Aaron was like, "Hey, you guys have to do an ayahuasca celebration no, for a no, touchdown." Of course not. So to me, I don't. I, I think it's a great thing that the team is embracing the quarterback for who he is. And they're using him and, like, not making fun of him, but using his personality to create celebrations. It almost feels like they're buying into this version of Aaron Rodgers. And if that's the case, that to me is huge because that means he's able to talk to them. They're, they're able to make fun of him in a playful way that doesn't make him, him upset because in his eyes, they're like, hey, they're embracing my lifestyle. And anytime, I will say this to the end of time, anytime that you have a team that is invested in each other on and off the field, those make for some of the best teams that I've ever played on and seen around any sport, professionally, collegiately, wherever. And I think that celebration shows that they're not worried about Aaron Rodgers, uh, who who needs you to tell 
him everything you want to hear. They're like, you know what? This is who he is, and it's kind of fun and funny, and we'll listen to him, but we're also going to have some fun with him, and I think that shows a good t- good sign of a team. Can yeah. Aaron Rodgers take a joke at his expense? Yes, he can. I mean, you saw it in the ayahuasca celebration, I don't think right? that's a joke at his expense, though. I think that is, What is that, then? I think that's them commenting on the media and how it got made into a big deal yeah, that's not a no, big deal. Aaron, I don't think that's made... I don't think that's directed at Aaron Rodgers. I think it's, it's, it's all in good fun, right? It's not we're laughing at you, we're laughing with you type of thing and that's what that was and but I I don't know that Aaron Rodgers is unable to take a joke at his expense right like he's been the butt of very many jokes over the course of the last year and a half and by all means does he respond to literally every last one of them but I don't I don't think he's afraid of his teammates making the jokes right he's afraid of Ben Brust making the jokes he's afraid of uh, you know national like Mike Greenberg who we hear noon to two on these stations he's afraid of him making the jokes but I don't think he's afraid of Aaron Jones and Alan Lazard you know taking the plant medicine reminder it's not a drug as Aaron Rodgers qualified yesterday on the Pat McAfee show. He sounds like a dude that just found weed, but nonetheless, I, 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 I think he's fine being the butt of a joke, right? Like, why would he dish it if he can't take if he can't take it? Well, you you mentioned Aaron Rodgers sounds like someone who just found weed. Ayahuasca is something that I didn't know existed until he either. brought it to the the planet of uh, of of Ben in the Scalzo and Brust universe here. Yeah, I mean, I, I live in my, in my, this in my is own Scal- world. This is Ben Brust universe here. Even though it's Scalzo and Brust, we're in your universe. Yeah, we're all just living in it. I, I don't know about that. Again, Strofe, you started this by making it seem like I'm Aaron Rodgers and you're Matt LaFleur. At no point have you ever been like, hey, Ben, uh... I watched your YouTube highlights uh, yesterday. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you've never done anything like Matt yeah. LaFleur did for Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, well, uh, I will admit this. All right, here we go. Matt, uh, Ben, about a year ago now, maybe a year and a half ago, we were sitting at a, at, a, at a Madison establishment at the bar, and I pulled up an Instagram post I made in 2012. Um, and it was a picture of you and Josh Gosser. Um, and I was just like, these are my guys. These are my guys. And it was like 10 years old, and I showed you that. So, yeah, actually, I have done the Matt LaFleur by showing you a 10-year-old Instagram post where I'm, I'm kissing your ass. So I absolutely have done it. Me and you are both professional ass kissers, Ben. No, there's no way around that one. We're both very good. I didn't it. get to where I was, where I am in life without being a professional ass oh, kisser. Me neither, dude. Why do you think I'm sitting right here for Greg Scalzo? As if we are rolling on. Scalzo and Bruss presented by Bud Light. Across ESPN Wisconsin, your way into the show, 800-990-3776. That's the old National Bank talking text line. You can also get us on Twitter, at Scalzo and Brust. As, uh, as we ask you... Is Matt LaFleur a suck-up? Or I guess in better terms, Benny, is Matt LaFleur an ass-kisser? Yes, and again, I will say to the end of time, I don't blame him. Because Aaron Rodgers has shown that if Matt LaFleur has Aaron Rodgers a quarterback, he knows his job is secure. Even if, like, even if for the next two years that he has Aaron Rodgers, they won a bunch of regular season games and got bounced in the playoffs, I don't know how you get rid of Matt LaFleur. You know what I mean? Like, no, he, I'm with you. It, like, he literally would have to prove that he can't win without Aaron Rodgers, which, again, is a possibility. You don't know what that future holds, but he's going to do everything he can to show Aaron Rodgers, hey, 
I love you. I need you. And at the end of this year, even when you're contemplating retirement, remember that I read a book on spirituality. Isn't that kind of pathetic? No. Is it? No. Aren't we treating Aaron Rodgers like he like he's some deity? Like he's some uh, like he's a time MVP, Josh. He's a football player. Josh. Josh. Can I ask you nothing without Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, you you, are nothing without Aaron Rodgers. You know that you're upset that Matt Lafleur is doing that, but you know that's the right decision. you were in when did Mark shoes? and New Berlin start producing this show? <laughs> uh, it's a it's a criticism of Aaron Rodgers, not Matt Lafleur, because Matt Lafleur is doing the thing he needs to do to keep Aaron Rodgers around and happy. But w- like, what Aaron Rodgers? You have to have people that are just showering you in praise and accolades, and and you're so smart, you're so great, your jokes are all funny. I don't. It's weird to me. You know what's not weird is the Dark Skies beer from Door County. Because when I think about the Dark Skies beer and the way that they came about of the name, it's because up in Door County, you can look out and at Newport State State Park, it's Wisconsin's only designated international Dark Sky Park. I can see A.J. Dillon bringing Aaron Rodgers up to Door County as the mayor of Door County and saying, hey, Aaron, look at this Dark Sky Park. Like, you just be in touch with the earth right now and call out Mother, uh, Grandmother Ayahuasca and just sit here and enjoy a delicious Dark Sky brew. It's roasted coffee, chocolate, and it has a wonderful different flavor. It's, again, available through October. So you have now through October to get the Door County Dark Skies. It was voted on by peers in the industry back-to-back years in the top four. The top four. It is unbelievable. Dark Skies was voted voted in Door County as a local favorite by an entertainment columnist. Everybody in the beer industry knows how good Door County's beer is, but not only just Door County, but their Dark Skies beers. Pick up your Door County and Hacienda Brewing favorites at Woodman's, Festival Foods, Total Wine, Pick and Save, and your other favorite local retailers. You play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. Mike Evans' suspension upheld by the National Football League. He will be out of Sunday's game between the Packers and the Buccaneers. We'll get into that as well as... Aaron Rodgers complimenting Alan Lazard? I don't take it that way. It's next as we roll on. Scalzo and Brust presented by Bud Light. You're listening to Bud Light Scalzo and Brust. Would you ever eat the placenta? Is that something that you'd be open to doing? He like, yeah, he doesn't know, know what a placenta is. I mean, I feel like it's part of the female reproductive system. <laughs> 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 I don't know how you did graduate from that. Like, I, legit, like, I have no idea what courses you took. Like, it's pretty... Uh, Subscribe and listen to full show podcasts available free on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Scalzo and Brust on your Wednesday. Alex Stroopin for Greg Scalzo alongside my favorite Badger of all time, Ben Brust here on Scalzo and Brust presented by Bud Light. Joshy DiMaggio running the show for us live from the Gruber Law Office's one call at Cell Studios at Radio City in Milwaukee. Colin Russo holding it down at the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios, of course, in Madison, the AmFam Spark Building. Well, I said it before the break, Benny, you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. Mike Evans of the Buccaneers, uh, his suspension upheld after an appeal. He lays out the Saints' marsh on Lattimore on Sunday. I was watching that game live. Ooh, was that fun. 
Uh, but it, it earns him a one-game suspension. He's got a little Jesse in him, doesn't he? He does have a little Jesse in him. <laughs> what do you mean? Was it that fun? Ooh, I mean, that I watched that entire game, too. That game sucked. The fight but was if, fun. If the fight, if the fight looking, was fun, The fight man. was definitely I was sitting fun. There, I was sitting there with my grandpa, and we're watching that game, and finally we had something, because it was like 3-3 three to three at that point. The game was boring up to that point. And then there's just fists flying. There's people flying everywhere. Don't tell me I got a little Jesse in me, because I, I, I enjoy a little hand-to-hand combat. Do the show by yourselves. I will never be <laughs> compared to that man ever again on this show. Man, it, you know what? That showed your true character, and we will allow you to continue on the show, and we won't make fun of you because you went deep into telling us that you now, don't ever want to be par- compared let me, to Let him. me comment on Jesse Nelson, who, of course, is the producer <laughs> of, of Will the Is Tash. this a grievance? Because I'll give you the sounder. It's not a grievance. It's not a grievance. Nine to noon. It's actually a grievance more so about his co-host, who had the weirdest debate in the world this morning about whether or not they wanted Mike Evans to play or if they didn't. And I think our guy Tausche said he would rather Mike Evans play this weekend. Am I getting that correct, Joshy? Yeah, this started yesterday. This started yesterday on Wildey and Tausch that Tausch gave this statement that he would rather Mike Evans play against the Packers. No, because you wouldn't. But, like, that is what he said. And I he joined the show yesterday, and I actually came back from jury duty, joined the last 45 minutes, Strofe, and I told him that is one of the worst takes that he's ever had on the radio. For a team that's one and one and is trying to figure out their identity, they have some momentum off the Bears game, like, you want every break you can get because you want to continue to develop some of these young wide receivers. This defense finally had a pretty good game settling in after giving up uh, early points to the Bears. Yes, David Montgomery ran on them late, but overall it was a better performance for the defense on Week 2 than it was Week 1. And if we've learned anything about the Green Bay Packers and the Matt LaFleur era, nothing matters in the regular season except continuing to build this roster to be playing their best football at the end of the season. And having no Mike Evans gives them a chance to get another win and just build confidence in every way possible. It is a stupid argument by him, and I think what happened, I'm not going to lie, I called his butt out, and he was like, you know what, I, I, I maybe we need to revisit this on Wildey and Tausch. And I don't think they came to the right conclusion. You know what it was is because he got smoked in that poll. He oh, kept yeah. track. Oh, yeah. It was like, I think at the uh, time it got retweeted, it was like 90, 96, 97. I don't know what it's done since then. Uh, the, the And it... The story's kind of changed on it a little bit on how they nuanced us uh, to death about all of it. Go, what, what has it been? <laughs> on Twitter, at Scalzo and Bruss, what do fans want more? Their favorite team to win or to be entertained? 94.1% on 500 votes said they just want their favorite team to win. And, like, it's weird from Tausch because I, I feel like I've heard him many times not talk about just wanting to be entertained. Like, it was a yeah. weird dynamic of why, like, yesterday he chose to be like, hey, I just want to be the entertained guy. When all the time he makes fun of me or, or scowls, he's like, oh, you just guys want to be entertained, blah, blah, blah. And so it's nice to see that there's another flip-flopper in ESPN Wisconsin, Mark Tauscher. <laughs> yeah, besides oh, no. you, right. It's very good. Uh, I will say, you know, Tauscher's a tough son of a gun, right? Like, he's a guy who made his, Hell earning, yeah, he is. Mer- made his earning in the trenches, right? He wants to face the best guy he can. I imagine that's the mentality. Well, except for he doesn't. He didn't want to face Sidney Rice. Uh, was it, Was that who he's No, Simeon Rice. He would prefer not to face Simeon so Rice. Sidney Rice was a wide Simeon Rice. But as a, but as a fan, he wants to be just entertained and see the best competition. 
position. Yeah, okay, I get that, right? Like, I understand wanting to play your best football, but it's week three of the NFL season, right? This is not a divisional round playoff game. This is not week 16 where maybe some things are on the line in terms of seeding. This is a game where Benny put it perfectly, which I don't say that often, so well done, Brust. But I, I, you, this is still a team trying to figure out who the hell they are, right? This is a team that defensively, you said they played better, I'm not going to get into the nitty-gritty of that, but like that fourth quarter, it seemed like that defense went to sleep against Chicago, and David Montgomery was running like he was a I track I thought you star. just said you weren't going to get into it. <laughs> uh, no, oh, Justin Nelson. <laughs> no, Strofe, that wasn't me. That was Josh. <laughs> For those who can't see the live stream, we've lost Alex Strofe. The pen has been thrown. The hand is over the face. He's very upset right now, and I, I think he should be. I, I, if I was I, Alex Strofe, I would have beef with Josh DiMaggio yeah. after he called you Jesse Nelson twice in the matter of five That's minutes. fine. Don't tell me you're not going to do something and then do it. That's a Jesse Nelson move. But to put it simply... Wait, this... no, that's not a Jesse Nelson move. Jesse tells you he's going to do something <laughs> and then he talking. doesn't do it. I mean, it. Jesse Nelson doesn't <laughs> stop talking. I stopped talking as soon as you called me Jesse freaking Nelson. Yeah, I'm going to have an aneurysm talking to you two. All right, Ben starts airing of grievances, please. Oh, no, I forgot where that button is. Well, let's find the damn button, Jesse Nelson. <laughs> Uh-oh. Do some work, huh? I like this. There it is. I'm glad I'm not the Gather around and that. let the guys tell you all the ways you've disappointed them. I got a lot of problems with you people. Now you're going to hear about it. It's time for the airing of grievances. All right. So me being the kind person I am, I get a very delayed phone call from the one and only Jesse Nelson. Last night, 7.30 p.m., I'm at home with my lovely girlfriend watching the Bachelorette finale. And I get a phone call from Jesse Nelson that says, Hey, buddy, hope you're having a good night. I've got some fresh raspberries for you if you can fill in on Scalzo and Brust last minute. You can do the show from home. He bribed you? No problem, right? You can do the show from home. You can be at home until 6 o'clock because they're going to be in Milwaukee anyway. No big deal. Go ahead and do the show. I said, sure, Jesse. I'm happy to do that. I love Joshy. I love Greg. I love Ben. I'm happy to help out whenever they ask for it. And then, you know, we get a little switch around today. It was supposed to be me and Greg, but then Ben got out, and Greg dips. So where am I right now, Ben and Josh? I am at the Park Bank ESPN <laughs> Madison Studios because I was supposed to do Looks the show nice. in person with Greg Scalzo. It is nice. My apartment's a little nicer. And then I get on this show, and what do we get? We get Benny on his soapbox acting like he is the damn best American to ever live in this country. I crushed jury duty. (laughs) You sure did, Benny, and we heard all about it for 45 minutes on a sports talk show. And then Joshy has the audacity, the audacity, the cojones to sit there and call me Jesse Nelson twice in five minutes as I'm just trying to talk about the Green Bay Packers and how their defense may have slightly regressed and I just made a small comment on that but that turns into me being the worst employee ESPN Wisconsin has ever had what are we doing I just want to back Joshy up for a second when you started the airing of grievance with I was watching the bachelorette with my girlfriend that was a very much a Jesse Nelson move uh-huh. we didn't need that piece of information you could have left that out it was a bad finale too I will tell you, though, I was sitting there. I was sitting there with Taylor, and uh, she said, hey, I have a glass of wine. Let's watch this. I said, no, I think I'm taking the night off. Jesse Palmer, who here on College Football, so the host of The Bachelorette, straight up says three seconds later, you might need a glass of wine for this one. <laughs> you know Did you I have one? 
<laughs> hey, you did. Another thing, like Jesse Nelson, you told a story that went nowhere. <laughs> Joshy, stop kicking him while he's down, man. We got to build him up. Tom from Milwaukee chimes in on the old National Bank talk and text line 800 990 3776. If regular season wins don't matter, wouldn't you want the best competition available to make your team better? Now, Tom, this is where it, like, there is a little bit of nuance. I'm not going to go all Wildey and Tausch on you and make this entire argument nuanced. The, the Packers need to continue to get wins in the regular season. They obviously need to make the playoffs, but like you want to be getting better so that when you play the best competition, you're ready for it. And sure, you want to take some hits. You don't want to take hits so early in the season that you're clawing from behind. You don't want the Packers to be one and two, not confident, having questions, if they can get to 2-1, and one, you don't care. Remember when the Packers had injuries and nobody cared about the Packers' injuries and everyone was like, yes. well, doesn't matter. You got to deal with what you got. I want this. I, I want the, I'm going to give the same treatment to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It is not their, the Packers' fault that Mike Evans is suspended, that Julio Jones is hurt, that Chris Godwin is hurt. Yeah. That is the cards that the Buccaneers are dealt, and that is the cards that the Packers are dealt with. So I want to see them get better with what's in front of them because guess what? In a 17 game season, they are going to be tested. I don't need them to be tested every single week at a high degree. Well said. Yeah, that's good. We're back on track. Uh, yes, I, I totally agree with you, Ben. I, I, I don't want to take the cowardly way out, right? Like It's not like, oh, I want Tom Brady on the sideline or on the mass Singer or whatever he does these days or getting more Botox, whatever Tom Brady does. I, I want him to play. I, I would love if Mike Evans could play, but I said it before. I'll say it again. If you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. This is the third time he's been in a fight with Marshawn Lattimore of the Saints. Third time. Yeah. So, yes, I, yeah. You're going it's to get stupid, suspended. Very you're, stupid. You're going to get suspended if you hit him again, and I understand he is an instigator. He was going at your quarterback. He stood up for your guy i get all that but you still deserve to be suspended because that stuff has no place on a football field if you injure marshawn Lattimore, hypothetically let's say you just hurt his collarbone by hitting him on a cheap shot he's out for four weeks eight weeks ten weeks mike evans still gets a one game suspension for that likely so it's your own fault right and so i'm sick of this debate we're having of would you or wouldn't you like mike evans you're not gonna have mike evans because he's an idiot who did something not only for the first time not only for the second time but the third time he's cheap shotted marshawn Lattimore. so no mike evans that's fine that's like that's an advantage for the packers are they be- they're still the underdogs in this game because we don't know what green bay is yet and we have a better idea of what tampa bay is despite all the issues we know about offensive line lack of wide receiver depth they're still favorited because they're at home and we know more about them through two weeks than we do about the green bay packers to be honest since there's a lot of mike evans talks going on right now i want to like him i want to think he's cool but the way marshawn Lattimore completely lives rent free in his head makes me not like him like i love marshawn Lattimore. the guy is a shutdown corner and owns mike evans in one to one-on-one matchups that like it's kind of amazing to me that he he won. Marshawn Lattimore got um, kicked out of the game. The Saints did lose the game, but Marshawn Lattimore is winning this war and totally. helping the Green Bay Packers in Week 3, which is all I care about. We also have to add to the fact that this game could matter a lot when it comes down to the end of the season and seeding starts happening. Having the extra win in the NFC and having the head-to-head against a team we all figure is going to be in the playoffs with the totally. Packers totally matters. I don't care if, if they have to play whoever Tom Brady's backup is. 
I just want the win, and I want to move forward. A win's a win, right? That's what they always say. And, and we you, can you're going to be on the road right? against the Bills. You're going to play the defending Super Bowl champion Rams. Like there are, you're going to get another chance at the Vikings that everyone's talking about. That's so great, except except for the but fact think about that, that I nailed game, the- Benny. Week one, right? The Packers are without Lazard. They're without Elton Jenkins, and they're without obviously the the curious case of David Bakhtiari in that game. So yeah, you just you can play with who you've got. That's all you can do. And Tampa Bay, because of a foolish mistake that was made for a third time by Mike Evans, will be without Mike Evans. And they already had Chris Godwin and Julio Jones on the shelf. Uh, I'm fired up. My head's pounding. But when I get home, I know I'll be yelling, woo, because i got to scream at Sicilian in the freezer. Well, it's the best way to cure anything that you're dealing with, Strofe, which is today being called Jesse Nelson. You'll forget everything that happened when you put your mouth on the deliciousness of a screaming Sicilian pizza. Because they have a screaming for everybody. And that's why I love Screaming Sicilian. It's like you can find your flavor each day of the week. But look, as a community partner, you're familiar with Palermo's and all the yummy pizza that's right here in Wisconsin. But did you also know that they make the coolest pizza pizza. They have officially entered the coolest thing made in Wisconsin contest and put their Stranger Things Surfer Boy pizza on the line to win it all. And if you haven't seen the logo mm-hmm. of that pizza, had it some is today, Benny. absolutely awesome. Where'd you have some? They brought it here. Uh, what? Oh, yeah. It's I a morning za. At, at deliberation and jury duty, they gave me a boxed lunch. <laughs> I would have loved some you straight- got bologna? It was hammer turkey. <laughs> And there was like one slice. I'm starving right now. I could definitely use some surfer boy pizza. The coolest thing in Wisconsin contest is a bracket-style voting where people can vote once a day every day. And the first round of voting started on Monday. So, again, the bracket starts top 16, top 8, final 4, and then the coolest thing made in Wisconsin is decided. You must vote today. Go to www.madeinwis.com, and it's to commemorate the season 4 of Stranger Things. Palermo's curated a unique Pizzeria-style pies inspired by the Surfer Boy pizza. Again, four delicious flavors that can be found in the freezer section of Walmart stores for only $6.98. The retro 80s-inspired packaging holds each mouth-watering variety with their tomato sauce, the mozzarella cheese, the gnarly range of toppings. You know how it goes. Plermos does it big all the time. Again, madeinwis.com to vote. I think you should start saying gnarly, Ben. I think so, too. That's a good word to add to your vocabulary. I'm so gnarly. (laughs) Yeah, maybe not. 800-990-3776 is the old National Bank talking text line. We get to you, the Scalzone Brust family, next, as well as I don't think Aaron Rodgers gave Alan Lazard a compliment. All that still ahead. It's Scalzone Brust presented by Bud Light. You're listening to Bud Light Scalzone Brust. Bigger gamble, egg salad out of a vending machine or gas station sushi? Mm. Egg salad. I stopped off at a gas station for a snack, and I ended up with a full Bavarian pretzel the other day. Like a soft pretzel. It's a wild ride. Did you have nacho cheese with it? No. I rolled out. Subscribe to the Scalzo and Brust podcast free on the Wisconsin On Demand app and wherever you get your podcasts. Jesse Nelson Jr. and Ben Brust rolling on on your Wednesday. I'm Alex Strofe in for Greg Scalzi. Nice. Lean in, Strofe. Lean uh, in. You've taught me well. He's Ben Brust here on Scalzo and Brust presented by Bud Light. 800-990-3776 is the old National Bank talking text line. Hilsey says, pat on the back to Strofe. That's the most spine he's ever shown. 
Not really sure what to make of that comment, but thanks. Uh, here's what I can tell you. Uh, I think Hilsey is the official and official nickname giver of the Scalzo and Bruss family. He loves when every family member shows that they have a backbone and rages. And if you rage, he'll love you. Yeah, that <laughs> might be the angriest I've ever gotten on the air, but, you know. How'd it feel? Uh, I feel a lot better. Good. I feel a lot better. Good. That's However, why we have the year of grievance. My my head still hurts. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> uh, and I imagine it's only going to hurt more as we go to the old National Bank talk and text line. Ron in the key. You're on Scalzone Bros. It's a good intro. Wow. I was going to compliment you for running a good show. Thanks. How dare you? How dare him? Um, what are you, God? What is this? He's got Aaron Rodgers complex. Your, your opinion means so much to me. Go on. Anyways, um, so I agree. Win, who cares who you play? No one's going to remember if they somehow, same way they did 13-3 two years ago, whatever, fine. If they lose, it means something, right? Correct. Yeah. And if they lose big, it means something. That even a depleted Tampa Bay cleans your clock. Uh, Do we agree? I mean, depleted yeah. is is strong. I mean, their defense is good. It's one of the tops in the league, and it's presented challenges for the Green Bay Packers. So, like, I, I think it's a, it's still going to be a good challenge. And again, the line probably doesn't move that much for Mike Evans, Julio Jones, and Chris Godwin. They still have a seven-time Super Bowl winner in Tom Brady, who hasn't played great thus far, but it's not someone I'm discounting with that defense as well. Chin strap doesn't fit. The line makes no sense. Did you see what the line was? Did you see what the line was? It makes no sense to me before, or I mean, it, it's only it was minus three to open, and it's minus one now. That doesn't bother me because receivers don't move lines. But Ron, when you minus say three and, clock, and a half, who's favored? Tampa is. Ron, uh, you, Tampa is. When you say clean I think the Tampa's clock, when kill they, or they get blown out, what does that mean? How many points is a blowout to you in this game? Over ten, I think okay. they. I, I would. I would have thought they that the line would have been six and a half, and then just deciding which way it went. I think they're gonna. I don't think Green Bay is a good team. And thank you for the call. call again. That's that's your opinion, but I think Vegas is telling you that like, if you think it should have been more, you, the if the Bucks open as minus three home favorites, like that's basically calling this game even, and I think that's fair. Like the Buccaneers aren't slobs; they're two and zero. Like they're going to play a they team. They also don't look that good right now. No, they they don't look that good. But they found so ways. Plays, but it, it neither explains have the, the neither line. Have the Packers. Right. Like it's yeah. a very fair line, if you ask me, because you're still learning a lot about both teams. So I don't think there's anything shocking about a home team that's two and zero that has found ways to win that hasn't looked that good being favored over a team that they've actually had their number over with a lot of the same personnel on defense and the Packers still finding their way on offense. So. Yeah. Uh, the way, I'm the not way shocked it, at all by that. No, I'm not either. And the way I view it is more so that Vegas, along with a lot of us, still don't really know what the Green Bay Packers are through two weeks, right? The offense hasn't hit on every angle, right? Like they had a really good quarter this past week against Chicago. I think they scored three three touchdowns in the second quarter. But we don't know a ton about this offense. We know the two-headed ba- monster in the backfield. We know they've got Aaron Rodgers. 
What else do they have is, is the question defensively. Do we really know what the Packers are yet? They were touted as the top defense in the NFL. We Dennis Green crowned their ass in the offseason, but we still don't really know what they are either. That's so, a good reference. Thank you. Appreciate that. I, I, I just, Give him a sick I, reference. we gotta, think, we got to build him up. Sick reference, though. Bro. Your references are out of control. Everyone knows that. But overall, I think Vegas is in the same spot we are, Benny, and that is we really don't know what the Packers' full potential is yet through two weeks. And finding a way to win – on the road at Tampa Bay, a place where you haven't had success, whether that be in the NFC Championship game or in the regular season, I think is a good test for this team, despite them missing some wide receivers. So, like, look, I expect this game to be around where it's at from a Vegas line. I think we're going to learn a lot about this team. And we talked a lot about you know the Bucks and the Saints. Now, let me tell you, from a cover five standpoint, that was the one game that I got wrong, which was the New Orleans Saints well, plus three. Yes, no, I had a great week. I added uh, the Eagles late. I'm in the top. Tw- I'm 27 out of 800 plus after wow. week two overall. So I've been positive each two weeks. Cool. 27th. I, I'm I inferred Palermo's picks on Sunday Karma. I am the leading host. I should not be doing this. Why are you taunting right now? Why are you flaunting your stats? You know in cover five, Ben, it aggregates the spread. In one bad week, you could be towards the bottom, as Josh, he was explaining to me early. So if you don't know what cover five is, download the cover five app. It's free to play sports game all season long. And like I said, you pick five games against the spread. And the winner overall wins a green and gold game day experience. And if you win just one week, so if you haven't played through the first two weeks, you can still play and win weekly prizes like a hundred dollars if you win each week again pick five against the spread and we'll aggregate all season long if say you have the packers uh which if the lines packers plus one one, i'm all over and they win by three you're gonna get four points because you get the three points for the spread and the one uh, the one point for the spread and the three points for winning the game and that uh, goes all season long. Use code WI22 to join. That's Cover 5, five Beat the Spread, Score More Points, Cover 5 app. Use code WI22 to join. ESPNWisconsinContest.com for more rules. That was an impressive math showing about the guy who got an 11 on his ACT. Uh, Scalzone, <laughs> Prosperity, wrap it up next with the stat. He sounds like this. someone who's struggling at cover five. Uh, I, I had to come back in week two, but week one was rough. Negative 38, Benny, in week one. It was, it was rough. But had a positive week two, so we're right back in the mix on cover five. That's code WI22. We wrap up Scalzone, Bros next. We'll hit the stat hero of the day. I, I guess we're not getting to my Alan Lazard audio. It's fine. That's next. Scalzone, Bros presented by Bud Light. It's my show. You're listening to Bud Light Scalzo and Bruss. He is absolutely he has not been recreated. recreated. He's been this guy forever. He Always stopped. He's he's been t- this he guy. stopped trying to roll out of the pocket. He plays within the system, oh, and he's been such hogwash. It's not hogwash. Right now. It is not hogwash. It is such hogwash right now. It is not hogwash. <laughs> it is 100 not hogwash. Subscribe to the Scalzo and Bruss podcast free on the Wisconsin On Demand app and wherever you get your podcasts. Wrap it up on your Wednesday afternoon. Oh, man. This has been a hell of an afternoon. Alex Strope in for Greg Scalzo's your cousin sub of the day, alongside uh, who's probably fallen down my power rankings to, like, my seventh favorite badger today. What did I do? I've been Whoa. defending you. 
Uh, you did not defend me. You actually started a sentence as soon as I got done with my airing of grievances that said, to defend Joshi here. So, yeah, that's why. Nonetheless, he's Ben Brust and Alex Struff here on Scalzo and Brust, presented by Bud Light. 800-990-3776 is the old National Bank talking Sensitive text line as well as on Twitter. <laughs> at Scalzo and Brust. Sensitive's not a good Another one. Another Jesse I, Nelson trade. I, I, yep. don't, I don't think I'm sensitive. I think I'm, uh, I think I just know what I'm worth, right? Like, I Do you know have any siblings? Worth. I do. I have an older brother. Okay, good. If you were an only child, this would then really I start completely to understand. Me. Yeah, I totally understand the comparison then. But I am not. I got beat up quite a bit as a child because I had an older brother, which is something I'm sure you relate. If to. you need me to beat him up, I'll, I'll, I'm here for you. No, not anymore. Okay. We're good now. We're, Just we're making on, sure. We're on good terms. I'm your days. muscle. Uh, no, I would probably call our guy in Madison. I'm blanking on his name. Oh, Jason in Madison. Jason in Madison. If, if, if you, if you need some muscle, I can I can reach Jason. 65270. No big deal. I love it. It's Scal's Own Breast presented by Bud Light. Uh, we've had about 84 different conversations today as uh, Benny got done with jury duty that he's been on all week. He is back in, uh, in, in to work here in his red, white, and blue polo, feeling very patriotic after his civic du- serving his civic duty this week. Mark Tauscher also gave the worst take of all time, saying that he wished Mike Evans was playing. Uh Still don't know why he said that or why he thinks that. It's very against the Mark Tauscher way of thinking, but I appreciate him going out of the limb and being wrong. It is better for the Packers if Mike Evans does not play. 95% of the Scalzone Brust family agrees on Twitter at Scalzone Brust, and I really haven't heard any vocal like, like, oh my gosh, no, I really want Mike Evans to play. Haven't heard that at all. What are those people trying to prove? The uh, people they're, they're who I want to play prove, the best team people. They're trying to prove that the Packers are better than they think they are, right? Like, And I've said it multiple times in this show. We don't know what the Packers are yet. Like, I think they're a good team. I think they're a top-ten team in the National Football League. I think they'll win the NFC North. I think they'll be a playoff team. And they'll probably lose in the NFC Championship And there's game enough again. games beyond Tampa Bay exactly. to that find out. Up. If like what they continue to need to work on, we know they need work. So let's just work on what they what they already know they need work on, which is to figure out the true identity of the defense to make sure this offense like is Sammy Watkins a one hit wonder because it was the Bears, or is he sure going to be a big play guy for this team in multiple games? Like, there's a lot of things that we learned that we need to continue to learn. And so and if there if there's teams that are shorthanded right now early in season. I will welcome it. I, I totally welcome it as well. And this is a team that debatably has peaked in past years in like November and December rather than in January and February. And maybe the one bright side we can make of me continually saying we don't really know what the Packers are is we will peak in December, January, hopefully into February. Well, that's the, the thing. December's been really good. From rolls on. De- December's been really good, actually. Like the, the numbers for Rodgers in December, we've seen. It ultimately comes down to when they get in the playoffs, doesn't matter if they are a one seed with a bye or a divisional game against San Francisco, how is the team playing at that time? But right now, I've really got to tell you about my stat here of the day because he is on fire. Catch up on the best of the best from the top performers in sports. It's the Stat Hero of the Day on Scalzo and Brust. Win day in and day out with Stat Hero. Download the app or sign up at StatHero.com and use promo code BEN for a 100% deposit match. Don't give up hope yet, people. I know it was a tough loss yesterday for the Milwaukee Brewers. They had a chance to cut it to a game and a half, but... They got a half game already today by beating the Mets six to nothing. And Willie, Willie, thank you, thank you. Willie had a solo shot again today, again. uh, Thirty-one homers. He passed Robin Yount. 
as the only shortstop pretty good. with 31 home runs in a Brewers uniform. That's shabby. some pretty good company. And this is worth noting, since August 19th, 320 batting average, 385 on base, and a 994 OPS from Willie. Willie. Willie's getting hot at the right time. Needs some help still. Got to not just tie the Phillies, who are now closer to the Brewers in the wild card, but pass them due to tiebreakers. The Brewers, I'm scoreboard watching. The good thing about Stat Hero is even if the Brewers aren't good, you could still win money betting on Willie Adamas. Correct. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Doesn't matter. If he, Willie's been he's, hot. He's going to do what he does no matter what everyone Will, else in the Willie was great does. yesterday, too. Yeah. Willie had a couple of, a couple of knocks in there and could have won with Willie. Willie! Willie! We love Willie! And we love you, the Scalzo and Brust family. Been fun hanging out with you guys today. Quick shout out to the Madison people. I've seen a couple of tweets come in. Stop at Steve's off University Avenue or Junction Road. The Scalzo and Brust single barrel bourbon and rye whiskey is there. Go pick up your bottle. Milwaukee coming soon. I'll keep you updated. I'll see you in a little bit. Steve's, he's Ben Brust. I'm Alex Strofe. That'll do it for us today here on Scalzo and Brust, presented by Bud Light. A big thanks to Joshi DiMaggio and Colin Russo running the show. you got Spain and Fitz coming up next across ESPN Wisconsin.